designed to withstand the everyday use of the modern man. Built to endure shocks and bumps using the most premium of materials. I'm talking about SmoothMyBalls.com, the newest sponsor of the Cask and Crow Show. The Turf Chopper 3.0 boosts the precision engineered blade so you don't have to worry about any nips while the diamond no-slip grip leaves you extra confident. It's super portable, USB chargeable, and did I mention waterproof? It doesn't get any better. Visit www.smoothmyballs.com and use the promo code CROW, that's C-R-O-W, for 15% off your order. SmoothMyBalls.com slash CROW. Now let's get back to the show. to another episode of Cask and Crow, the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder. I'm your host, Lord Drew. And I'm Matty Biz. And what is good, everybody? What is good? Another week, another episode, like always, down here in the 1853 Media Studios. What's good, Biz? Not much, man. Summer's on its way. I feel those those 70s are starting to hit really hard the right now. The 70s? It, 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 was, it hit high 80s the other day. Did it? High yeah. 80s, man. I must have been at work. I didn't even feel that Yeah, shit you were AC. probably at work, man. It was really hot. It's going to be a hot summer. Do you remember... Uh, during the winter, a few, uh, this is going back a few episodes. Uh, we did an episode called extinction level event. Oh yeah. It was at the polar vortex, right? <laughs> and I was talking about the polar vortex and you laughed at me and I'm sure you guys laughed at me. There was a few people who were probably laughing at me, but I nailed it. It was real. Yeah, no. The polar it, vortex was real, bro. It, it was. It was. It was fucking it, cold. It was cold as fuck and it was snowing like crazy. Wasn't yeah. It? it snowed multiple times. But I'm calling the same thing opposite the heat miser side. For you who don't know the heat miser, you need to get more down with your Christ and and uh, follow Christmas a little bit more. A little bit. Heat miser. It's going to get hot this summer, man. I'm telling you right now. I think it is. Last year, I think we got off pretty easy. There was like maybe one week over in New York where it actually got really hot. It's going to be a hot summer, Biz. I'm telling you. And my wife makes fun of me all the time about, she's like, you say this shit every year. And I'm like, every year I'm right. <laughs> every year I'm right. It's, it gets it's hot just, every year. It gets hotter, hotter and colder every year, man. So I was right about the polar vortex. It's called, it's called climate change, man. It, it's been going on it's for a couple of decades. Climate, no, I, you know, I get it, but I'm riding that wave. I'm riding that wave. It's going to get, it's, this is going to be a hot summer, man. You mean the waves at the beach? 
No, oh. I wish. Kind of. I'm not even. I'm not a surfer, dude. No, but I'm actually going to be doing uh, next week uh, for Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to be going to uh, to my brother's house near the beach there. Oh, he's right on the beach. He is boy. literally three houses away from the beach. So yeah, that's going to be my mm -hmm. weekend next weekend. First time of the summer. It's I'm be not. Great. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at you. Make sure you put sunscreen on that pasty white Irish skin of yours, Biz. You know what, man? Listen, I burn. We for, burn, man. We I, don't I, tan. I no, no. Here's the thing. I burn. <laughs> no matter what, I'm gonna burn. And then after that, two days later, I got like at least for me a nice tan. Like you know. <laughs> well, for us, what a nice tan is. It's like. It feels nice because you're not burning anymore. <laughs> yeah, more or less, more or less. We have the fair Irish skin, man. It, it gets burned red in the summertime. It's going to be a hot one, man. I'm telling you right now. And that's why it's like, this is not even like a segue or nothing like that. It's not even like a gimmick. It's actual factual stuff, man. Pay attention. Get yourself some type of shit right here from Smooth My Balls, man. You need to get rid of that body hair. You gotta. It's like, no, this is not even like I'm trying to sell something to you. Well, I am. Oh, no, but it helps, though. It really does. You got to clean yourself, man. And, and, you know, I said it last episode, and you guys heard it in the commercial. I nailed that commercial. How dope was that commercial? <laughs> you would think I'd be doing this shit for a long time, right? Like, no grip slip. Uh, no I, slip grip. They, they didn't even send me even anything. They didn't even send me anything to read. I made that up on my own. No, dude, it was, it was a great promo. You, great know, promo. you know, listen, man, this shit is real, but it does, I, it does work. I tell you that right now, it works. I'm actually it, waiting for it mine works. to come. It's supposed to come this week. Yo, no, I well, clean myself week. up. I'm good to go. There you go. I'm summertime ready, Biz. By the way, I'm to not touching my that box. Now that, I, now that I know you've used it, I ain't touching that shit. No, this is our one for Cast and Crow. I have my personal. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. There you this go. is just for the Cask and Crow show. I'm not going to smooth my balls with that one. And by the way, guys, go to smoothmyballs.com and use the, the promo code CROW. Yes. To save 15% use it. on you, your order. This, you get 15% off. And if nothing else, get that ball bag uh, deodorant and uh, the, the, the ball bomb. They sell <laughs> so much other stuff on there. It's not just like a trimmer or a clipper. <laughs> let's just face it. Some of, you, some of you guys out there, you know you need that ball deodorant. Listen, man, it's summertime. Just clean up. And she use will it. appreciate you too. Even if it's not your ball bag, if it's just your chest or your stomach, or your underarms or your arms or your neck, I yo I know these some some that of you hairy neck yo some of you people out there, some of you dudes out there look like they're wearing sweaters, man. <laughs> like their whole back is just like it's it's wild, and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes in the, you know, in the, in the winter time during the polar vortex, that's cool. Cause it's like you have an extra layer or like an extra wool sweater on. Yeah, I get you. But in I the summertime, you. it's too hot for that shit, man. You got to shave it down and you, why not support the podcast, support Cask and Crow show, go cop one of these things. You won't regret it. It's dope. It's a dope little thing, man. I'm telling you right now. So what are you up to, Biz? Uh, you know, nothing much, man. Uh, I haven't seen you all week. I know, I know. And uh, last weekend, I actually went to go see uh, see my mom, my sister, and my niece. You know, mm -hmm. get to spend with some time with them. And, and it was kind of funny, you know, because, you know, we're hanging around, you know, and, you know, I'm playing with my niece and stuff like that. And I even asked my sister at well, some point. Well, they're getting point, big, right? They're not babies anymore. Well, I mean, my nephew's two, but uh, my niece is, okay. uh, is five. She's going on six this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, That's how fast. It's and, so fast. And it's like, okay, so she's six now. And I remember when I was a kid and stuff like that, you know, one of the, one of the main things, at least as a family, we would play like board games and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you know I mean? okay. 
And I asked my sister, I was just like, you know, you want to like, you know, is she old enough? Has she played Monopoly yet? Has she done this? Has she done that? Mousetrap? Shoots and ladder. I've never played Mousetrap. Oh, never, never owned it. Really? Never owned it. Um, but It's just a crazy a, contraption. <laughs> I've, I've heard. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> well, but, no, that was part of their pictures during, oh, oh, like, during the commercial. <laughs> a crazy contraption. But, but like, the for, fun is trapping. It's mousetrap. Wow. You really remember that? Wow. Yeah, man. I'm an 80s baby, dude. This I, is I, what happens. Yeah, I, I get it. Trust me. That there's commercials I remember from the 80s too. Like, yeah. But uh, I asked my sister. I was like, you know, do you have any of these? Does she know the games? Does she play them at all? Mm -hmm. And she was like, no. You know, we don't really like you know play any like board games or anything. Yeah. And, and that kind of made me sad a little bit. Like, it's you know, a change of times, Biz. It's it not is. nothing personal. No, 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 no. Of course not. Of course right. not. But but like it, it was just said that like it's like a memory that I remember having with my brother and sister and sure. my parents and stuff sure, like that. Yeah. And it's just like. She's never going to have this. Like, she plays her games on her, like, you know, it's not an iPad, but, like, you know, her, things like that. Right, 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 right. And, like, my sister said she got, like, the the, the mini uh, NES, like, you know, and every now and oh, then okay. they'll play some of those and things well, like that. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. But, like, again, no, like, playing Monopoly or playing Battle, uh, Battleship or something like that. Um, so now this has to be your thing, bro. This has to be your thing. Every time yeah. Uncle Matt comes to the house, he's got to bring a new board game to show the kid. But, but here's the thing. like I don't, You have an important job right now at this point. But I don't know if kids nowadays even have this kind of attention span. What do you mean? Of course they do. Not really, man. I mean, l l listen, I I'm watching... My niece is a little upset on this one game, and she just goes to another one. Well, here's like, the know, thing. You know, like, there's no attention span to Here's it. the thing, brother. Everything is instant gratification right now. I know, I know. Everything I in this world. It. And it's not just the children oh, who are suffering from this. It's us, too. Yeah, it's us, too. Like, if, like if I'm going to buy a new shirt and, and I can't instantly add this shit to my cart, I'm on to the next app, the next door. It's like, true. If I can't buy that new game or whatever the fuck is coming out, it's everything is instant gratification. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think you have YouTube to blame for the most part. Oh, yeah, you know? definitely. You, don't, you know, you travel down that YouTube wormhole and, you you know, it takes you to different places that you never even thought you would ever see. I, you yeah. know, suddenly I'm watching videos where I'm like, I would never, ever search this. I've never typed this into my search engine, ever. Oh, I'm with that. And now I'm watching how they make fondue. I would, I don't even eat fondue. Man, I, I came across this crazy video, and I, and it's just so stupid that I actually ended up watching it way longer than I should Exactly. Have. That's what happens. It, it was this woman try, trying to, like, say, like, oh, this is the best way to, like, you know, make, like, pasta and meatballs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the first thing she did is grab, like, you know, one of those big jars of sauce. Uh-huh. And pours it out on her counter. Nah, we're out. Like, 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 like think... Think of this this whole table right here Gone. that's in front of us. She poured it all out, then took nah, her took her ready this. pasta. We're not doing this. Put it on top of it and then started rolling it around. No, I'm out of here, bro. I'm like, what the fuck the are fuck you doing? My wife would slaughter me if I did something like that. Like, she would shoot me. Like I, I don't with know, my if, own gun. After watching the whole video and this woman talking about how amazing it is to make it like this and how easy it is, I'm like, you gotta be trolling right now. Yeah, this, this it could be, be like one of these weird videos. No, where it these, has to be satire or something. Like that's a good word. I think that's exactly yeah, what it is. Just trying to get people to watch, and I'm like, what? Yeah. The hell? So now it's become your responsibility as Uncle Busy. Yeah, you know, I have to, to go show the kid board games. Yeah, I have to try. I have to try. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. We've all played board Monopoly. games are important. 
we've all played Monopoly <laughs> and, and, and hated our family afterwards. But, you know. Well, not me. I, I, I love Monopoly. You were a cheater, weren't you? No, I no, I never cheated on. No, I never did that. I never cheated in Monopoly. Don't say, don't fucking accuse me of that. <laughs> I get offended by shit like that. Don't no. I just ruled in Monopoly. That was my game. It's my favorite board game. If I had to pick it's a board game, it's cutthroat. It's my. I mean, listen. It's not. You know, you got to do what you got to do. I just so happen to win every time. Or if winning means you make people you're playing with forfeit the game, then you still win, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how the game works. Yeah. Now the, I do it every time. Now, the only thing that I would actually change about Monopoly is just it takes too long to start, man. I, I kind of prefer the one where you just kind of randomly throw out the, you know, oh, the properties. the properties? Nah, I don't like that way. Well, listen, I, I, I love the randomness, but it takes like four hours to play a game. Well, you know. If you got four people, that's like an hour a person more. Over, yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where you kind of play over the night. But over here at Cask and Crow, I would figure like we kind of do it like, I mean, the way I always play Monopoly is, is you kind of turn it into like a drinking game kind of. Oh, I haven't played Monopoly since you know, I've been drinking. Not, not only do you pay me in in Monopoly money when you land on my property, but you got to do a shot now Ugh. when you land on my shit. That's my rules. And then everybody who has their properties makes their own rules for the game. Okay. So however you want to make that night go, however weird you want to get during that night is up to you if you own this property. My rule for this in particular property is you got to do a shot plus pay me my rent every time you land on it. Some other people might be like, you got to fucking do the national anthem or some type of shit yeah. like that whenever you want to land on it. Some people might be like, you got to take your pants off every time you land on my property. But that's up to them. And this is how Monopoly, Monopoly goes. This, no, is, this, is how weird, this is how weird Monopoly can go. <laughs> this is why it's my favorite game. What's your favorite board game? You want to laugh and make fun of mine? No, I, listen, I, I love Battleship. I love that. Oh, Battleship. I like I Battleship. I love that shit back <laughs> Battle shits or battle ship? Well, depends on what the night goes. <laughs> you play a Let's little play bit of battle ball. shits. You have sunk my battleship. I don't know. I used to always love that. There's a little strategy to it. There's a little bit of luck. You know, so you, it's a lot of bit you, of luck. Yeah, you, you, you always end up losing half the pegs and stuff like that. But it was still fun. I, you know, it. You know, it is a good balance of strategy and luck because you need luck to get that first hit. But then it's kind of like you kind of also have to guesstimate yeah more or less where the next one's gonna go and then you also have to know like how big the ships are to really continue that hit i mean i i, I used to like to fuck with people a little bit every now and then uh just you know group them all together in i was gonna ask area. are you one of those motherfuckers who put them all together i don't usually do that i i like to spread them out yeah but i usually spread then, mine like, out if we're going to the second game yeah no now i'm gonna fuck with yeah you, you never play a corner on battleship yeah because People are going to go do it. You People know? are going to hit the corners first to just narrow that down. B1. Yeah. <laughs> so Battleship but, is your game. I mean, people, you know, I, you know, I feel like you're right in a sense where society as a whole has gone away from the board games. People forget how important board games are. Well, I mean, listen, it's, it's called a board game, B-O-A-R-D, but it's also... Bored. You're no, bored. No, it's not, man. Listen, it's it's important, bro, because you don't need you know you 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 don't need electricity to run these things. 
No, and, and it's all about spending time with and talking with whoever you're playing with. You yeah, know? And, it's about being a person and spending time with someone. But aside from what, like the way my twisted mind works, it's the apocalypse. You got to do something. There's no more electricity. Pull out the board games, man. We have a way to entertain ourselves as time passes and play and be together and do these type of things. You know what I'm saying? Like during COVID, I'm sure um, a lot of people were out there buying board. Yo, there is tons of board games and it's not even like the traditional board games that you think of, like the Monopoly, the Shoots and Ladders. The battleships, I mean, the mousetraps, really the know, operations. There's so... Oh, Operation will drive you fucking Operation insane. was pretty fun, but there's but it'll so... it drive you insane. Oh, absolutely. But there's so many more. I was in Target recently, and um, there's like an aisle and a half dedicated to just board games. Really? That much? Yo, it's pretty wild. Okay. I, I didn't think it would... I mean, it's been a while since I've been in anywhere that actually has board and games. And there was but. like a half an aisle dedicated to just adult board games, too. Oh, yeah. I guess they have like, you know, Cards for Humanity and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, the Cards for Humanity or the Buzzed game and shit like that. But there's like tons of iterations of just that genre of... You know, I mean, this shit passes time. Bro, it does. Honestly, an old fashioned deck of cards is great to have. Oh, yeah, man. Between solitaire, you can play yourself to have like 50 different games of solitaire. Yeah, just to poker, to party drinking games. You know, like there's so many things you can do. You know, I don't think the board game is dead, but I think it's. uh, It's in ICU. (laughs) It's critical because of the new generation. If it's not on their iPad or a video game, they're not interested. That's the thing, Biz. And, and I get it. I get it. I mean, back in the day, even when I was younger, I wanted to play my NES before I wanted to play a board game. But again, sure. it also... Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty myself. But but at the same time, I have a lot of great memories of actually playing with my older brother and my older sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or sometimes my mom would come in and stuff well, like my, that. Well, my great memories are... Pro- are playing nes with my sister <laughs> oh, there so you go. i guess that's where you know i'm saying like a little, a little different a little action different. figures are more my thing rather than a board game i mean i i had a lot of those too but uh you know when i got a little older you know mm-hmm. when i was like in my teens and like you know some of my friends from high school they actually introduced me to a different type of tabletop game Dungeons and dragons now i know you probably never really played this oh. at all but like, you know, for at least a year, the me and Dungeons my friends. Dungeons and Dragons, man. So at least for a year, me and my friends, like for a whole summer at least, this is what we were doing. Like, you know, we had nothing else to do. So we Were you one it. of those kids on like Stranger Things and stuff like that? We're playing with a couple uh, of friends yeah. and playing D&D? Yeah, kind of. It, we we you know were older what? though. We weren't that young, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were old, we were 25 years old no, no, doing no, mushrooms saying, and playing D&D, but that's no, different. No, we were 16. Like, you know what <laughs> Don't I'm make saying? fun of me. We were 16, we'd smoke a joint and then like, you know, try okay. and set this up and, you know, do whatever. Hey, listen, man. No, it's no, it's not something I ever got into. I'm not going to lie and say that I was into it or I have never played Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, I will go on record and say I've never played D&D before. You know what? It, it's It's... Great for imagination because you can actually make the story your own. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And they've actually, it's actually coming back a little bit. They, they've actually updated it a little. Like you can actually like. What, cre- like the board game? Yeah, because it's not really a board game. I mean, there are maps, there are things you can do. But now like you can create a character on a phone. 
Like they have apps for it, so oh, that, so that like okay. it makes it easier for you. Like you know, so I can actually physically see my character now. Well, I and mean, you can see him too. Well, I right mean, on I, the app, I, I can show you how he looks. I don't know if they actually have like a. Character. Well, you haven't played in fucking. Well, true, I haven't played in a long <laughs> time. In fact, uh, me, me and one of my friends from high school used to play with. Uh, right. We might actually try and get this going again, just as a it's nostalgia still, factor. It's still, once again, back on that nostalgic. Nostalgia yeah. is a drug, man. But there's, it still has a following for sure. Oh, it does. It does. D and D. It has a big one. In fact, um, they're actually coming out with a new movie. Um, mm -hmm. It's supposed to be released, I believe, either end of this year or early next year. Like an actual movie, and then they're also doing uh, an anime. They're, they're doing uh, like you know an animation okay. as well. See, that would be kind of cool. And, and they they also just because uh, they came up with some flack over this last year because you know all of the you know social justice and everything like that mm -hmm. and you know possible racism, and basically in the fantasy world doesn't matter if it's Lord of the Rings or or Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. Basically, if they're an evil race, they all tend to be darker colored skins and stuff like that. So mm. they what do you mean like green? No, um, okay, so... Goblins uh, are bad. Du Dungeons and Dragons, yes, yes. But, like, in general, they have... Everybody uh, knows goblins are bad. So everyone knows an <laughs> elf, right? And elves, Sh sure. elves are usually, like, you know, pretty, you know, nice people. But now they have dark elves that live in caves. Oh, and those are the and bad they, ones? And don't get me wrong. They don't have, like, you know, black skin, but they have a dark gray skin. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it always... I could see how that leans, could upset some... Yes, yes. I could see how... That could upset some people. So they've actually uh, made some changes to the games and changes. But then to again, the races. elves are fictional fucking characters, it's man. All, it's so all I mean, why, but then again, why does that fictional character have to be dark to be bad? I, 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 it's not no, that they I, have no, to be. It's just I buy that's it. How yeah, they go about? No, I get it. And I get it. So that no, is where it. it all comes from. And they've actually come through and made some changes to the game, so that is not what it is anymore. Okay. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're actually trying to do something and trying to bring it back. You know, it was something I loved doing when I was in high school. My LCS, our LCS, used to do, uh, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and, like... Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering and Dungeons... All things I never got into at all, yeah, honestly. I never got into the Magic either, but I knew a lot it of people just, that played. I didn't know anybody that played, but they... I, I, I used to see the signs for it at the LCS when I was going to pick up my books and shit like that, yeah. I would see whatever, like they were doing it at seven o'clock or whatever. And sometimes I would see them coming and going. There would be people who would be playing these and Dungeons and Dragons was one of them at a certain, for a little while. Yeah. You know, I, I remember it's interesting. I just, I, I mean, I have never played, so I don't even know anything ab yeah, no, you know, I, about I, it. I get it. I get it. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll bring you in one day if you ever, ever interested. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen something like that once. If we can make it a drinking game, I'm in. You can drink while. It doesn't matter. Ooh. Um, but what's more cool, I remember um, this going back at least five years ago. Um, I met up with with one of my friends, my friend Lana, and we went to some place in the city, right? Uh -huh. And we go into this bar, and apparently it was like a gamer a gamer bar. And when I say gamer bar, I mean like, you know, you could rent basically any board game that you wanted. They had shuffleboard, they had ping pong tables, pool, like, you know, they had all these things. Yeah, a lot of bars do that now. And then a lot of was, bigger, uh, yeah. a lot of bigger spaces do that. Yeah, and it's then cool. 
they had this one huge, like, long table set out, like, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I see a bunch of people start gathering over there, and they're taking stuff out of their, their, their backpacks and stuff like that. And they, they brought their own things. They brought magic cards, and they were holding their own magic games there and stuff like that. And again, I never got into it, but at the no. same time, just actually seeing that, like, yo, this is kind of cool. These guys are coming in here, just drinking, Whatever. having a good time. No, they're patronizing the business. Yeah, exactly. And they're having a good time. And, Leave and them alone. And I just thought it was, it was like kind of a cool gimmick for like a bar. Like, you know, it wasn't the bar where people, and they had a jazz band playing in the back. Like, I dig you know, it. it. It was cool. It was something different. Like, I hadn't I seen dig that it all. before. I dig it all, man. I and, really do. And like I said, um, an animated movie. I, again, if you guys have not, if you like animation and have not watched Invincible, you need to watch mm. it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I never read the comic book. It's all based on a comic book by Robert Kirkman, the guy who came out with uh, Walking Dead. Um, and it starts off bubblegum and turns gory as hell. Definitely That's the it. thing. It starts like a little soft and then it gets pretty rough. Exactly. Give it to the, the last 10 minutes of the first episode and you'll be hooked. That's one of our friend Ron's favorite, man. Like Ron... Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout out to my boy Ron from uh, You Don't Read Comics. He's been on Cask and Crow um, a couple of times, and we're going to have him on again uh, soon, very, Looking very soon. Um, that's one of his favorite books, and this guy collects comics like you don't believe in his comic knowledge spans crazy, and Invincible is one of his favorite books ever. He's got a sick collection of the Invincible comics, and he was so adamant about me watching this series and getting into the series. and I'm pretty sure we know. were talking about the last episode that he was on. Like, it was before it came out. I'm but. sure he's mentioned Invincible because, honestly, I don't think there's a conversation that we've had that he didn't mention Invincible <laughs> at some point, Ron. But uh, shout-out to Ron. He'll be back on the, um, you know, he'll be back on the Crow soon, hanging That's out sure. with us, talking a whole bunch of comics, and I'm sure we'll talk Invincible. So if there's any Invincible fans out there who are part of the murder, who listen to our show um, and want to hear more Invincible talk, just know it's on the horizon because yes. Ron will be coming back and I'm, and we can dive deep into the Invincible. It's something that's new to me. Um, I never read the books. It's new to me too. I out mean- there, palms open, hands up in the air. I've never read the Invincible books, but I love me some Robert Kirkman. If you guys listen to the show, you know that Walking Dead's my favorite comic book of all time, so you know how much I like the Kirkman universe, And in, even though Walking Dead and Invincible is completely different, but it's yeah. still written by the same dude. Um, I've, never read, I've never read Invincible books. I've read a couple here and there, um, but... I don't know didn't really much know the story until the anything, show you know? and things like that. So now it's a little bit different. Um, but Ron will come on and we'll dissect that show. And I would like to get his take on what he thinks is dope, how they did it, the show compared to the book and the yeah. show. Like kind of how I did that bonus episode. Yeah, with The Walking uh, Dead. With The Walking Dead. And show I mean, comics. I'm supposed to do more of it, but I haven't got around to it. But I plan on doing some more of it. Look forward um, to it. Yeah, you know, I know the murder liked it because the you know our downloads for that show were pretty good. So I know you guys liked it. But if you guys want to hear some more of that stuff, you can get us on um, Instagram at Cask and Crow or on Facebook at Cask and Crow and go over there and like it and subscribe to it and give us a thumbs up. And you can always slide in the 
um, slide in like the messages and let us know what you, you know, like when we talk about things on the show. Yeah. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear? Less yeah. Of? Just let us know, man. Don't forget to follow our 1853 media brethren as, as well. While we're on the topic of social media, mm -hmm. uh, the Sunday shoot, they talk all different types of sports and stuff like that. You guys listen to the show, you know, the spiel already, <laughs> uh, TSS wrestling at, on Instagram and don't forget to follow the official sponsors of the cask and crow show drink misguided um, at misguided spirits. You can follow them at drink misguided on the gram, the Brooklyn firefly right behind me overhead. Um, follow them at the Brooklyn firefly located on seven. Th uh, what's the, what's the address <laughs> over there? What is it? 701. 7003 Third Avenue. Ah, three. I was testing you, Biz. Sorry, sorry. I was one number You off. failed. I was one number off. And lovely Barry Brooklyn. Follow them on Instagram at the Brooklyn Firefly. And don't forget to smooth your balls. Yes. Use promo code The Crow new sponsor. For 15% off your order. No, but Ron will be back in the show. And um, but, but speaking we'll about talk Facebook, invincible. you had posted uh, something on our, on our Facebook page earlier. Um, yesterday, I believe it was uh, on oh, Anatomy. Yes, some uh, information. We talked last episode on uh, last episode was titled "Bang uh, Bang Your Chest," and uh, we talked a lot about the Batman in particular as a whole. And um, they had, and I just uh, I just shared some stuff on our social media about new information about a new. Batman animated series called The Cape Crusader, and it was written by the guy who made the Batman animated series, Biz. Yeah, and J.J. It was Abrams. written by a man, and he's partnering up with J.J. Abrams. Yeah, so I I'm definitely excited on that. I mean, I hope they keep the animation similar to, to the old anime uh, animated series. I doubt it's going to be the same, but at least do something similar. Well, the picture looks like it could be similar. The Batman animated series, the animation was so crisp and clean. It was so dope. I'm not really worried about the quality of animation when it comes from Bruce Tim. Right, I'm just I, I not. I'm just not worried about it. Especially, I mean, J.J. Abrams got his name. Be you know, like he's you know he's had some grand slams. Yeah. And then he's also has some, you know. But, but that's everybody. He's had some foul balls. That's everybody. You know, not everyone can hit it out the park every time. You no, know what I mean? No, I mean, and then everyone has their own particular, you know, like. Yeah, people have their forte and, and yeah, exactly. what they like. Like, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, but even I can say that he, you know, he's not had some foul balls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's fine. But, like, with his name behind it, you got Bruce Tim. Listen. Bruce Tim is not going to put his name behind a Batman title. That's not going to exactly. That's not going to at least hold weight to BTAS. I, I got Batman say, the animated series. What I hope the most that they keep keep to from the original series is that I hope they do it on the black paper. Mm. Um, for for those who you've don't always know, been very adamant about this, dude. It's what made that series what it was. I mean, it was more expensive. For, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, the, the original Batman animated series in the 90s, that was all drawn on black paper. So, like, those night scenes, 
they didn't actually color that in. That was actually negative space. That was yeah. blank space. And it worked so well for the series. It really did. And and when you think about a Batman, half of it's going to be at night anyway. Wasn't Batman Beyond written on, uh, drawn on black paper too? I, I believe so. That I think I think that was basically the same animators for the most part. Yeah. Um, and also, um, they're, they're coming out at the same time uh, that that Batman a animated was out. They also had a Superman animated out. And whereas it wasn't as popular, it was still... Oh, what? The really Adventures of Superman? Yes. And it was still really high up there, and that's what actually spawned the Justice League cartoons. Yeah, and then they also did the Adventures of Superman and Batman, right? Yes. Uh, uh, well, they did... The Adventures of Batman and Robin, which took place after, directly yeah. after BTAS, Batman the Animated Slightly Series. Slightly different animation. The Joker looked different. There was, there was, um, I wouldn't say slightly biz. I mean, I guess slightly could be used for the animation. The animation itself as a whole wasn't much different, but the characters, how they looked. Yeah, they had different designs. Like, the Joker was really different. The Joker had those dark black pupil eyes yeah. and he had like big green hair kind of like didn't no, he no 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 you're you're thinking of a completely different joker where he was basically in a straight jacket with the crazy hair uh, okay yeah that yeah. came way later okay but okay. the adventures of batman and robin um mark hamill was still the joker kevin conroy was still batman all that fun stuff that we knew from btas yeah. was still intact but um they changed the Batman. The Batman had a big black bat symbol on his chest, as opposed to the circle, the old school circle with the yellow and the and the big, you know, and the black bat on it. Um, his cape was simply just black, as opposed to in BTS, it was kind of black and blue. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, so they kind of changed things up a little bit. Robin had the spiky, messy hair, as but opposed that was also a different Robin. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they never said which one it was. It was. Yeah. But it was kind of weird what happened with that whole animated series as a as a whole. But that's diving back into Batman, yeah, yeah, and we already did that the, the, already. the whole reason why I brought episode. up the Superman is because... Yes, why'd you bring this up? Well, because just like HBO is coming out with a new Batman animated, they're also coming out with a new Superman animated. Yeah, it's going to be called Cape Crusader, and it's, it's going to focus on Batman's early years. And it's apparently it's... To just touch on this one last tidbit, apparently it's supposed to be concentrating on his first year and keeping that dark Noir vibe. Okay. Okay. I'm all down for that. Uh, they're definitely going slightly different with their Superman. Um, okay. They're keeping it. Tell me about it. They're basically keeping it year one. Like, you know, so it's supposed to be like a young Clark Kent, a young Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane, and they're all basically starting out at the planet. And uh, the Daily Planet and like, you know, kind of going like that. So obviously you're going to see a young Superman, but that's basically how they pitched it. That's basically like the three of them just starting out in their like journal their journalism careers. And I guess just what happens from there. And they did say it's supposed to be comedic, you know. Okay. A year one Superman. Yeah, mo more or less. More like or a less. Smallsville. Um, well, not really because he's going to be in Metropolis. Like, you know, he's, okay, start he's, he's already going to be Superman. Well, yes, he's going to be Superman, or maybe he doesn't have a costume yet. I don't know. They haven't given those okay. details yet. But All right. Basically, it's first first year that 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 Clark Kent's starting out. In they the got to do some kind of reincarnation of Supes, man, because it's been a minute. Well, I mean, DC has done some stuff, but I don't know if it he's worked very well. He's never been my favorite, man. He's never been my guy. He's well because he's bubblegum. 
Yeah, yeah you know, I, I, you know, I think that's the reason, dude. What was I forget who it was, but somebody in the comics, like back in like the nineties, used to call him the Big Blue Cheese. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know who said that, but I think he's that might not have been wrong. Like, I think that might have been like a Guy Gardner or something like that, one of the more asshole like mm -hmm. characters or something. But yeah, I mean, that is he's he's such a Boy Scout, like you know, and it's either you're gonna I, love it or hate it. It, you know, I think it has to do with that too, in its own right. And being overpowered. That's my thing. Like, that's the thing. That's always made me like, I cannot relate to this motherfucker, man. But Who can relate to this man? But that's why they made Clark Kent such a mild-mannered, like, you know, clumsy... Mild-mannered, oh. still in ridiculous shape and handsome as ever. Well, well, like, well I mean, well, who, yeah, who the fuck could like relate... Yeah, who the hell could relate to this cat, man? But, like, but back in the Peter Parker is the person... But then again, in the same breath, who could relate to Bruce Wayne, too? Well, millionaire that lost his Billionaire. Parents. Oh, billionaire, sorry. I mean, you could, you know, you could relate to Bruce Wayne... With the loss. Emotionally, you can. Emotionally, if you've lost someone well, actually, or something like that, yeah, yeah, you can relate to Bruce Wayne. Or just wanting vengeance in some sort and justice. Yeah, that's why people relate to Batman. Plus, he's cool and dark. So that's <laughs> why people can relate to him in the most part. Even if you don't have a... Uh, you know, even if you don't feel like you want vengeance or justice for being wronged in your life at all, he's dope. You can't, you know, you can't say he's not dope dark and things like that that's adrenaline cool. junkie superman <laughs> is you know he's unbeatable i mean until he met doomsday yeah but i mean <laughs> that it is what it is i mean that is his biggest fall down like you know he's too powerful people can't relate so dc is doing more animations they are and i still have to that's watch where the they excel one. man they their animated movies have always been amazing it's always like been amazing. it's like you know what people like us we argue and we debate over how come they can't get it together like marvel has gotten it but marvel animations needs to get it together too because there's hasn't been any and it's been terrible there, there have but not like not like they, they come out with little shorts or something they like come that. out with shorts the last good marvel animation i seen and i might be dating myself here by saying it was the hulk versus wolverine animation that was fucking that was good i don't know how many years ago uh, that, that, was, that that was that was at least I want to say 10 years ago. At now. least a decade. Everything yeah. I say is a decade ago nowadays. Everything, like like my years have become, oh, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, on, uh, yeah whether it is or and not. I don't, exactly. But I don't even know if I'm right half the time, but I feel that, like I am. That just comes with getting older, <laughs> just, dude. I swear. Just, I swear Now I'm God. getting older. It's just like, yo, it's 10 years, bro. That shit was 10 years ago. But the, uh, it was on Netflix. So, it, you know, how long ago could it have been? No, it, it, it was... It, let's put it like this. I watched that in my old apartment, and I've been in my, my current apartment for six years. So let's right. just put it like that. Yeah. It was at least eight years ago then. Yes, yes. Do you, do you feel comfortable with that number, eight? Eight? I, I feel like it. I feel ten was more accurate. But, but, <laughs> was but yes. more accurate. All right, whatever. But, but, but that was have, decent. No, that was good, but they did have one great— well, Which two, one? Two great animated series. Not a movie, but series. Well, then that was school one, me and that was or one, give me a zap. You're gonna remember this. A, it was the Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh yes, on what? MTV. I, I don't know if it, I watched it on Netflix. Don't know if it was on MTV, but it might have been on MTV, but, bro. But that's the one where where he's teaming up with with Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and White Tiger. They they're living with him half the time. He's working oh, different, with Shield. Different. different Honestly, if you've yeah. never watched it, watch it. Your son will love it. Your your, your daughter might even love it. Mm -hmm. Great series. Mm -hmm. And other than that, it came out around the same time. It even similar animation. 
Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I never saw it. Guaranteed. If you watch these, the, the, there was two seasons, I believe. They were Absolutely good. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, what I was getting at Sorry. was... <laughs> no, no, no. What I was getting at was... DC kind of holds it down in the animation realm and Marvel kind of holds it down in the cinematic realm. And as consumers or as readers or viewers, however you want to slice that pie, we really be, we really can't complain. I mean, Oh no, I, I've gotten so much content over the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, I I'm good. I mean, there, there, I mean, there's, diehard DC fans that are saying how come they can't get it together cinematically and then there's diehard Marvel fans that are saying how come they can't get it together with the animation and I get it one day they'll figure it out somehow you actually said last episode how come the people who wrote these stories for these animations can't write these movies there's I, I, yes, there's there's got to be something also, I think we discussed this last last episode. It comes down to studio interference, or maybe it was the episode before. No, it was last you know, episode. Okay, like it comes down to studio interference. You know, a lot of what what these people want to do from from Green Lantern, which was like you know a huge bomb, to to <laughs> to, to, to basically uh, the Justice League. The studios are coming in saying, no, 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 we don't want that. We don't want that. Let's do, mm-hmm. let, let's make Green Lantern's thing animated. Let's get Ryan Reynolds. Let's do this and that. Like, Yeah, we talked about this last yes, episode. Yes, so we're not going to go back into it. But it's studio interference. And I think, I think just a little bit they're backing off because they're realizing that they're not understanding the material. They yeah. don't know what people want. And if you don't I mean, know what people want, back the hell off. Back the fuck up. I was trying to be nice about it. No, <laughs> I, I won't be. I won't be nice about it. Back but, the fuck up. But you know, go, since we're, since we're on the uh, the movies over here, I actually just read that uh, uh, Batista Batista, who's uh, who plays oh, uh, Drax for Drax. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, yes. So the third movie is going to be coming out soon, and he basically came out and said that this will most likely be his last appearance in the role of Drax. Oh man! And. I mean, the reason why kind of makes sense to a point. Like, you know, he's like, okay, by the time the third film comes out, I'm going to be 52. Right. All my and? all my scenes are shirtless. He's oh, like, you know man. what? It, I'm, I'm getting that good. It's kind of hard for me nah, to keep. He's getting up there. And he still looks phenomenal for 52 years old, though. He, he does. But I well, mean. Don't, don't get it twisted. No, no, he does. He does. He's a beast. But, but at the same time, like. Arnold's still in shape for his his age, but do you want to see him with a shirt off? Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean. Yes. No, I've, <laughs> no, not for nothing. I check out TMZ. I've seen him on the beach recently. No, you yeah. don't want leave him to, my man. Uh, why are you bringing Arnold Schwarzenegger into this? All I'm saying is, after leave certain, Arnold alone. You don't want to see Sylvester Stallone as Rocky in the fucking like. Come on, the, at some point <laughs> you can be in good shape for oh, your age. I hear you for your age, but you don't got that six pack no more. Like you know what I'm saying, skin's getting a little saggy. Like yeah, things just starting to drag. I, I understand. A bit. Like if you were him, if you were him at and fifty something years old, know that you're no longer in the best shape of your life. And are they still gonna pay me? Well, yeah, but you know, let's go. As long as those paychecks stop rolling in, <laughs> I'm in. If you're gonna I'm pay me you. money to paint my naked body as an alien. And wield some swords 
and make millions of dollars and be part of a dope-ass franchise, I'm in. I'd, I'd be there, too. But also, he said— Anybody would be. <laughs> also, he said, though, and this, I kind of I kind of get it, though. Uh-huh. Um, he said that, like, for him, mm-hmm. he doesn't feel that Marvel did the best they could have done with Drax. Oh. And, and think about it, and I have to agree with this. I mean, the Drax There's that we so know— There's so many characters, bro. Well, well, yes, but what I'm saying is, like— the Drax in the comic books is actually a little bit deeper than mm-hmm. the one that they like. Mm-hmm. The one that they created is basically comic relief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Guardians as itself almost wasn't. I'm talking about the books. Oh yeah, yeah. It it wasn't designed to be a fucking blockbuster, man. No, no, it wasn't. And um, that's what made all. the Guardians of the Galaxy movie so successful. Agreed. Agreed. Um, they took a huge risk on that. Yeah, it wasn't it designed to be dynamic and fucking out of this world. Like, you know, it's different from the Spider-Mans or from the Fantastic Four and from... I mean, I'm naming some big heavy hitters, yeah, but of course, of even course. if I pull back the reins a little bit, it's still different from the Doctor Dooms and the X-Men and the Magnetos yeah. and the fucking I mean I can go on and on it Guardians it's not meant to be that way true but I mean if you actually if you read the comic books though the Drax in the comic books yeah is a ruthless fighter no he's, he's a, a killing killer. machine no I re- I know the comics but, I no, no, no I, I know that but but what I'm saying is like what the way they portrayed him yes it worked but he's he's comic relief. Yeah, in the first one, you kind of see his ruthless side. A, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he gets his ass beat the first time he actually gets into a real fight. Yeah, I didn't like that. L- like, like that's what I'm saying. I didn't he's, like that. He's there strictly for comic relief. He's not the, to a point. He like think about it. Like think of the of the movies that he's been in. So he doesn't like that as an as an actor. He well, doesn't well, like what they're wanting, doing to his character. Well, he wants as an actor. He wants to be able to portray his acting ability. Okay. And, and okay. So, like, he wants roles. He kind of wants out of this so that he can try and build up his own personal brand of him. You know? And he, as Drax, it only shows this. But then again, he's complaining about having to take his shirt off. So what the fuck do you want, Dave Batista? Listen, what, what, what do you want? He wants to do Army of the Dead. That's what he wants to do. Uh, and uh, and he actually said that he ch- he chose that because of the acting, like he he uh, I think there was something. It else. comes out the end of May. It's a it's a it's a new zombie flick, Army of the Dead. And, and I'm hearing good things. It about looks it. pretty wild. I'm gonna I mean I'm gonna yeah. watch it. It's it's I mean it's at this point it's zombies, and it's on Netflix. Might as well. I'm gonna I mean zombies <laughs> is my thing. I'm gonna watch I know, it. I know. I mean it's it's gonna you know it's gonna happen. Uh, it's coming out to theaters too, so I'm gonna I'm I might go patronize some theaters and and uh, go see that. You, you know what? Let me know because if you go, I might go to uh, at least to our local one. You know, I haven't been since yeah, yeah, since yeah. pre pan. No, I'm no gonna pandemic. take you to the Alamo, buddy. Oh, okay. You told me about that one. You told. All right, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, but uh, they also a little bit of um, Marvel rumors, particularly about the X Men. Mm. Okay, so. The third the rumor mill. Yes. So the third installment of Ant-Man, or if you want the second installment of Ant-Man and Wasp, is coming out um, pretty soon, within the next year, I believe. 
It's called uh, the subtitle is Quantum Mania, I think. Oh it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Quantum Mania. And uh, the the villain is supposed to be Kang, uh, mm. but that's not the spoiler. Yeah, helmet motherfucker. Yes. So, in the apparently for the casting of it, they are looking for you know a, a teenager or a preteen, a female who can sing, okay. dance, and perform kind of like a Britney Spears kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And everyone is basically saying that they think that this is going to be the introduction of the X-Men oh, yeah. because that character, they well, think, is going dazzler? to be, yes, Alison Blair, the dazzler. The, yeah, I mean, I uh, why? Because, I don't know. I mean, yes, I, I get That's it. kind of jumping the shark a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yes, I get it. She, she's a singer. She's a songwriter. She dances, and that's basically what Dazzler's supposed to That's her profession. Okay. But I think that's kind of really, really reaching, just like people were like, you know, uh, Jubilee was better anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as a light show, sure. Same as far as a, the same fucking powers. Uh, more or less, more or less. Slight differences, but same thing, you know. Um, but in general, I mean, they think this is how they're going to introduce the X-Men to the, to the Marvel U. And Are you into it? Are you mm -hmm. against it? I'm I'm a. I mean, if they want to throw her out there and, and do like a little tidbit, okay, no, I'm no, down. Uh, not the Dazzler character oh. in particular. Are you are, are you into them introducing? Well, it's a kind of a two part question. Okay, because I know you're in a big X Men guy. Oh, huge! Maddie Biz is a huge X Men fan. The biggest, excuse me, the biggest X Men fan that I know. I have a huge collection of X X Men and X Men related books. It's astonishing. <laughs> yes, I have, I have that nice pun, right? Too. You get that? Yes. I wish I had a fucking what a. <laughs> I wish. I, yeah, um, I wish I had a little drum snare right there to hit it. But um, um, Biz is the biggest X Men fan that I know, no doubt. And I will take that. Are you into them? Two part, like I said. Yeah. First part is introducing the X Men with the Dazzler. And the second part, introducing the X Men in that movie or in 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 that. Um, I don't think with that, the Ant Man. I I don't think that they should be introducing any X Men character in any Avengers movie. I I just feel like well, it's an Ant Man movie. Ant Man's an Avenger. Okay. Um, basically, any any movie that's out there, all Avengers. So it's kind of you kind of lump it together. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, at least in my brain. Um, so I don't. Think, I get that. I'm not mad think, at that. I think that that is too big of a thing for them to even touch on that in in anything. And, and if you're going to introduce a dazzler, I mean, that's definitely not the first person I would go with. You know what I mean? Right. But like everyone's also talking about like, oh, well, how are they going to do it? There's been no mutants in the whole like you know for the last twenty years in all the movies. It's always just been like these superheroes, right? That got their powers in any other way. Well, what about the Scarlet Witch? Um, they have not mentioned that she's a mutant throughout this whole thing. She got her powers through the Tesseract or one of the, the, the Infinity Gems. Okay. That, that's how they've been going. But they kind of retconned mm. that a little bit in uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I mean. Um, Vision, um, WandaVision, I should say. So, I mean, that's, one of, like, that's the first person that comes to my mind. Well, that's who it should be. But they haven't mentioned her as a mutant yet or anything like that. How do you feel about... When are they going to introduce the X-Men into some type of cinematic universe? See, here's how I feel it should be done. 
Here's how I personally feel. It yeah, yeah. Be and, yeah, and, let and me I, know. I feel like this is the easiest way so that they don't have to explain the X gene really much or anything like that. Let me know because I'm all ears now because I'm curious. Avengers, we had the snap, right? Yeah, that All was. these people went away. Mm-hmm. Now they came back. Mm-hmm. What if they come back and some of them are a little different? Okay, so you want to go that route? Well, think about it. That's completely right field from where where I would think it would go, but okay. Well, well, it's completely different from the comics, but now I'm trying to to think of a way. I'm trying to think of a way so that they can basically come out with how did mutants come about. They haven't been in any of these movies. Mutants have never been. Now these people come back post snap. Not everybody, but some of them. Well, some people have some things. Some of them have a little something post snap. They come back and they're not exactly the way they used would to be. Would you would you okay. So if that if that had to happen, if that was the way it went down, would you be okay with that? Would you not yes. not being able not being the guy that came up with this fucking <laughs> way? But but in, right, in right. General, so if you weren't the guy who came up with that and you saw that, would you be okay with that? I have a feeling you would be like, nah, what the fuck are they no, doing? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so in, in, in the uh, in the comic books, the the whole X gene and everything like that, at least when it first came out. They was, were born with it, man. Like They they were born with it, but a lot of it was, was, was kind of described as, oh, it's from nuclear re- radiation and blah, 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 blah. Well, kind of on the Hulk type of standpoint. Kind, kind of, but saying that, like, say their parents or something were exposed to something and now their kid had this X gene. Okay, from, from the radiation. That All was, right. and they've changed it from there. They changed just it a born bunch. Like this, a lot of them are born that way. But now they have a problem. They have to introduce a bunch of adults, basically, mm. as having these powers. Out of I get nowhere. where you're going. So this, so this kind of solves that whole trying to explain everything. Yes. And now post snap, boom, people came back with some type of shit going on, and now they're fucking mutants. That's a fucking tied with a bow. I don't even, I'm not even mad at that at all. As far as I'm concerned, that's tied with a bow. And trust me, it's again away from the source material, but the source material had a weird thing and that doesn't really work. It doesn't, right. So, I mean, it kind of plays onto what Stan Lee would kind of did, man. Like, I've watched numerous interviews with Stan and what he said, he was like, How the fuck did you think about the Hulk? And he was like, Ah, he was exposed to gamma rays or something like that. He was like, I had no idea what the fuck gamma rays were, but he had, (laughs) but he was exposed to some shit and he became this way and I kind of went with it. Whatever. Okay. How did Spider-Man? He was bit by a radioactive spider, and then let me get on with my fucking story. It was the '60s. It was an easy way to go about. This is what. So you're saying let's go back. History repeats itself. Let's go back to some type of way. Here's the explanation, and it wraps it up. It wraps everything up as a whole. Now, now, let me get on to my individual stories, and here we go with fucking movies and TV shows and whatever the fuck you want to do because post-snap, this is what we got. I Listen, like I said, at least for cinematic, I think it works I'm not perfectly. Mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at this at all. I mean, I'm mad because it's like, doesn't make sense to me book wise, but no. book wise, these and motherfuckers like never really explained. Really, no, Wolverine but Wolverine's apocalypse. Wolverine's yeah. always different because he can have his powers that he got post snap, and then he's just gonna get the adamantium and into Weapon X and yeah. all that. Type. That's a whole other fucking. 
a whole other series on its own anyway. L listen, to me, I just feel like this is the easiest. Weapon X is a series on its own anyway. It's not it just is. Wolvie. It is. Give them all. Put them all on Weapon X and let expl explain that to me too. It's how you bring Deadpool into it. Exactly. This is this type of shit I'm talking about, and we're going on the fly right now, man. We're, exactly. You know, this is this is fucking easy. This is easy. I think it would work. I mean, I, yes, it will not appease everybody, but again, for the cinematic universe, how do you just come up with well, how do all these people just all of a sudden end up with powers? In the cinematic universe, that's the answer. Post snap. I, I think so. Thanos. I think so. Blame it on Thanos. Blame it on the purple guy. The purple guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanos. The, 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 the guy with the bald chin, yeah. Yeah, the guy with the wrinkled, bald-ass chin. The ball bag chin. But, you know, I'm not mad at that at he was smooth, all, by the dude. Way. He, he was definitely using smooth my balls. Thanos was definitely using smooth my balls, man. I'm not mad at that at all. Imagine them doing... You know, you know what? That's... You know, when, when you first said that, I was like, what the fuck? I'm so surprised you would say something like that. But then as I'm yapping and talking, I kind of made it a little more sense. I kind of made it make sense right there. It, again, it's the only thing I could think of that they can just bring it in. I mean, they can just say, oh, yeah, well, people just started getting powers. X gene. Oh. There's so many characters and there's so many people, man. And there's so many fans of the X-Men in general that are going to be like uh, on the fence about this biz. I would actually love to hear what other people think about exactly. this. Exactly. You know? Let us know. Get us Coming on out social lot, media and let us know what is Coming good. Lot, Until next week, Coming I'm lot, your host, Flo Drew. I'm Matty Biz. We love you. God bless. Thank you.